everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Strikes Back. My name is George, and you're listening to our review of Detective Pikachu with the boys Kana. Hello. And Benny. Hi there. Well, guys, in April of uh, 2016, we got news that there was going to be a live-action Detective Pikachu film, and uh, I don't think any of us were excited for that one. But now we've seen the film, we've come out of the cinema, and we sat in our studio it's time to do our review. So let's get into the non-spoiler part of the review. But uh, before we get into that, let's catch up on how we were all feeling getting in. Uh, Benny as our resident Pokemon nerd, expert, sure. <laughs> aficionado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whatever second one word sounds a lot use. better. <laughs> I, I've played a Pokemon. Uh, how do you feel going in, man? Okay, so you, you really mentioned something important that I want to key into with this whole review, actually, just there, about the, when they first announced this film yeah. and how utterly bizarre it all felt. Like, it just seemed like an absolute joke. Uh, and, you know, early word is like, oh, they're eyeing like someone like The Rock or Ryan Reynolds. I, I thought I was, like, I was trying to remember if I was imagining that. Like, I was thinking mm. about it today. Exactly what you were thinking about is, like, when we first heard this, it was, like, it was bizarre. And I was like, was The Rock attached to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just seemed like the most kind of wrong-headed direction to take something like this you've ever heard of. It, it felt like the first attempt anyone had ever made at making a video game yeah. film. Um, and... Then, then we started seeing uh, some trailers and stuff, and mm. I think that initial trailer that really took off. Um, that was one of the highest viewed trailers of all time. I remember, yeah, it that, was, that broke a few records, didn't it? It, it was, yeah, it was. I, I mean, it came out at the same day, I think, as Toy Story three, and was viewed like twice as fast. Or yeah, Toy Story yeah, four, yeah, Toy Story yeah, four, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, uh, my reaction to that trailer was very positive. Yeah, I think um, we were so all based yeah. on where I was coming from and at it. Um, so sheer shock as well. Like, I mean, coming from thinking this is the most bizarre premise for a, a movie to mm. then suddenly seeing that, that was like, hope. Yeah. Mm. That was like a big movement on like the kind of the needle. I yeah. suppose like, that was like no hope to like, Oh, this could actually be good. And I think 90% of the goodwill was, um, how hard they seem to have nailed just the Pikachu, mm. the, you know, the title character. Um, I, I had other takeaways from it, but I think that, that alone was so, um, impressive in its own way. and so kind of shocking. It's like, They've actually translated this, you know, from this, you know, not all that impressively animated cartoon series and video game series Yellow in, into the yeah into the, into into real life in a way that was just equal parts like realistic and cartoony, and it had Ryan Reynolds' voice, which is a, another thing we can start doing. But mm. um, I don't know. So just I I don't think I was ever as impressed by the trailers leading up to this as that first one, but um, definitely positive vibes all the way through from there. Yeah. How about you, Connor? Um, I think Ben pretty much summed it up. Uh, I was very much on the same page when we first heard the announcement. I remember thinking, I remember laughing about it. I remember actually like in this studio talking about it, mm. thinking like, this is, what are they thinking? Um, and then, yeah, the, 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 the trailers come out. Um, I really liked, I didn't think I was going to like Ryan Reynolds in that role. Um, but the, the humor, uh, kind of seemed to win me over. Um, yeah. And, and I really liked the look of the Pokemon in general. Um, I mean, full disclosure, I'm not, I'm, I'm like the one 90s kid that seemed to have just bypassed, pa- it. bypassed Pokemon in, in general. It just wasn't a big thing in my household. You know, not to derail, but um, finish your thoughts, Georgie, can you give yours? And then can we just give exactly where we come from in regards in, with, to with Pokemon? Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, look, I, I came into this um, thinking that this was, uh, I was surprisingly um, optimistic with this film. I think I went in thinking that... Um, I like Ryan Reynolds. I like his kind of sense of humor. 
Um, I liked the design of a lot of these creatures and the execution on these creatures seemed really good as well. I've got this really cool shot of, um, is it Charizard, the fire-breathing one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, in, so you've in the trailer. you where you come from. I yeah, guess. yeah that's <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> I don't feel like I really need to explain <laughs> more. Dragon. Like, Charizard, is mm. that the one? Yeah, so George, why don't you tell us where you're from in terms yeah, of... Yeah, I think uh, the same sentiment reigns true for myself. Uh I I loved, I think something we haven't touched upon yet was the cinematography and the lighting. Uh, it looked like Blade Runner or something. Mm-hmm. It was um, mm-hmm. the neons and the darkness. It, it, it just looked really fantastic. That first trailer mm-hmm. I'm referencing and uh, the Pokemon design looked fantastic. Um, it, it was sort of, you know, Ryan Reynolds riding the coattails of um, the success of Deadpool 1. It sort of seemed to have all the ingredients in there to be uh, something quite interesting uh, so I was I was pretty excited, and um, a couple of reviews came out, and I saw some good, good word before we saw it. So I, I was interested. Uh, I was very interested. Um, but in terms of uh, Pokemon, um, my connection to that, I played pretty much the whole way through Red and Blue, uh, Gold and Silver, and then Ruby Sapphire, mm-hmm. and then that's where I kind of dropped off. Mm, yeah, that was definitely because we are all kind of of the age with like we are just perfect for pokemon mm, yeah i just i just read a little earlier today which <laughs> is i think one of the most apt if a little insensitive ways of describing the phenomenon is that it hit the world like an atomic bomb but it had a very you know it had a very specific blast radius like yeah. you had to be in that blast or else you're never going to be part of pokemon and i am, am one of those people i was like eight years old when it first came out and um just getting that first game like that's one of my formative like yeah cartoon and video game experiences growing up um, I remember just yearning for that game, man. Mm. I remember just like I, I, th- I remember thinking like I'm gonna be complete once I get that game. So, so that's which one like, were you red or blue? Uh, uh, blue, um, blue. Last yeah, but I've red. always been a grass guy. Okay. Saw, hey. um, but um, <laughs> see, this is this was my like experience as a kid yeah. which is a bunch of people talking about bloody yeah. pokemon and being like, <laughs> mother, being please. Like, <laughs> being like, what the hell are they all about? Um. So, yeah, it's um, I I am definitely the target audience for this. I'm glad we have a little mix of kind of yeah. of, of people for this. And I I am also someone who's followed Pokemon throughout the years. One of my very best friends is um a Pokemon fanatic, absolutely obsessed. It's his it's his thing. You know, everyone has their thing. He's got his niche. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's kind of kept me a little bit more into it than I probably would have been. I'm kind of like I'll play play every like second generation of games that comes out. And I won't finish them, but he, he doesn't miss a single one, does he? Oh he's no, like, no, he's he's all over that shit. Yeah. Does he um, does he catch them all? Does he got a hundred percent completion? He, he catches them all, Jesus. absolutely. Yeah, he's he's that's full, terrifying. Full into it, um, but yeah, that's that's that. Um, so uh, we've got a bit of a lay of the land of how we were expecting going in. We've got a bit of history on our Pokemon status. Let's talk about the film itself. Uh, let's go in some positives. I think maybe the first thing to talk about is the Pokemon design. That's clearly for me the the biggest positive from yeah. this. The design was really good, and we talked about this in the trailer. That um, I think that they took some inspiration from, or at least it looks as though they took some inf- uh, inspiration from um, uh, an artist that used to do um, kind of photorealistic versions of Pokemon. Yeah, um, didn't he get a gig on this? I think he was a consultant of some kind on the film um, Avalas. Yeah, um, who I used to follow on DeviantArt back when DeviantArt was a thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, he would just do like these kind of like viral, um, like super realistic, like very studied in actual anatomy and stuff. And 
Um, they were mostly hideous. Um, yeah. But uh, just a really interesting take on what these creatures might be in a realistic setting. Um, and yeah, this this movie is kind of run with that theme, but like not all the way. It hasn't gone all the way with it because yeah. they're very clearly cartoons, which is kind of a bold choice in its own way because um well i found so the, I, I found there to be a mix mm. and this was this is one of the things that threw me a little bit which is that both in design and execution you have a a pretty severe range in this movie mm. you have certain pokemon that are designed and executed really well and i think a prime example of that is pikachu mm. pikachu was you know throughout the entire thing there's obviously a lot of care and detail went into designing and, and executing and, you know, doing really good CGI and that it looked, you know, more or less photorealistic. There were, um, I, I guess, scenes where to me it was painfully obvious that there was less attention given to the design and execution on other Pokemon. Mm. Um, and that was really jarring for me. Like to see, to see certain Pokemon, you know, obviously look so good and others like look, you know, visibly bad. Um, it's a, it's a good bad point, might be a bit of an extreme, but yeah. What I think it is, some of them just had more, a lot more work on integrating them into a realistic setting. When others yeah. look like they come straight out of like a Pokemon Stadium game, yeah, like the the like a three D kind of in game, 3D, yeah. yeah, like Homer in three D, yeah. Um, it looked like some of them were from like a PS4 game or like a you know some yeah. kind of console game. But the one thing I really did appreciate it is that they didn't shy away from the grotesqueness of a lot of these creatures. Mm. That tongue one. Oh, man. Yeah. Tongue. The tongue one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is basically for the yeah. rest of the review, I'm going to be the referring to, yeah. Like, say the names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm eight years old again. Mm. Uh, Mom. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I, I just, yeah, look, I, I found that to be a pretty large range. Um, and uh, there were even some kind of, um, I guess, majorly featured Pokemon in this that I thought could have done with a little bit more um, I don't know, attention. It, it felt like the shading or, or, or the lighting or something that just didn't quite feel right. It felt like, you know, just someone skimmed, didn't have enough time or something to, to mm. well, really fully render Well, that's I'm saying them. a lot of them look like cartoons because yeah. they, like, even Pikachu, any of them, Pikachu's maybe the closest, but everything else, like, there's no moment you're going to confuse anything in this movie for being real. Um, and, mm. and I think that's largely true of um, effects in general, but especially in this, like, I, I like that they really just went for it. They said, yeah, we're going to cover the screen in Pokemon as much as we can. Um, it's not going to be convincing, but it's going to be, like, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I, not, thought it was con- pretty, I thought it was pretty cool because, like, there were some shots in here where, like, okay, there was one trailer beforehand where it was sort of like, here's Eevee and here's Bulbasaur. Mm. And what I liked, especially in an opening shot here, was you were kind of wandering through the city and it wasn't like, oh, there's Machoke. Oh, there's, they, they just kind of like were in the foreground, in the background, and yeah. it felt like integrated into the city. Mm. And I, I quite liked how they executed that. Yeah, it didn't seem, and, and again, this is probably not for me to say because I don't have that same level of nostalgia for it, but it didn't seem as though they were leaning too much into hey, it's this Pokemon now, um, like, you know, apart from a couple of scenes, which... 100%, because what I surprised me about this film a little bit, actually, which was hinted at t- towards the later trailers, is it really wasn't as nostalgia-focused as I expected, because if you're doing a nostalgia-focused Pokemon movie, you're not going to see anything out of the original 151 Pokemon. And this movie was covered in Pokemon that, that you've probably never seen before, Georgie. Trico, there was some third-gen stuff. Yeah, there was a few fourth-gen. Yeah, and... there was some like really recent stuff yeah, as well. Yeah. With, like, like I, I couldn't pick the names of maybe like 
I don't know, 20% of the Pokemon in this movie. And like, I, I was really interested to, I, I forgot to ask you um, once we left the cinema, but I was really interested to see whether they were going to go beyond that original 150. Like I, I figured if they wanted to capture the audience that I thought that this was geared towards, mm. um, that they would have stuck with the, mm. the original 150 because that's probably what everyone knows, like Pikachu and all that kind of stuff. But I think they were in the main 350. <laughs> I think the main, the, I think that was the main potatoes of it. Maybe 10%, and you, you'd, you'd be the one to say because you only would know that yeah. more specifically. There was only those little hovery ones and those, those, there was only a few that I didn't recognize mm. or know the name of. But more, more than I expected is definitely, definitely my takeaway. Yeah, I, going off the nostalgia thing, uh, I, I would have liked to see more nostalgia. But I was sort of actually really? longing for a bit more. Mm. I wanted a few more theme songs or a few little references, maybe even like a red and a blue. I don't know. Like you didn't want to be knocked over the head with fan service, but it would have been nice to have a few more of those things because it really didn't lean into those red and blue or those GBA games. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a video game adaptation of a video game that none of us have ever played. Mm-hmm. Most Pokemon fans probably haven't. Detective Pikachu, some people probably don't even know that is an actual specific video game. It's like a Professor Lightney kind of puzzle game with a with a big narrative attached to it that apparently is quite, or shares a lot in common with this the, this film. But um, I, I was quite impressed by the fact that, you know, there wasn't a a huge amount of like catching Pokemon or like battling Pokemon. It wasn't like the stuff on the show. Like it, it felt like they were really happy to discard the stuff that most people would come in expecting. Um, most people coming in from we, our end of it. Yeah. And we want to be careful. Cause uh, I mean, I think we're kind of teetering on the knife's edge of a spoiler in terms of what's in and what isn't in this film. Mm. Um, but I totally agree. Like it, it doesn't feel fan servicey. It doesn't feel as like, and for someone that isn't cued into that, there weren't really moments where I was like, I really don't understand what's going on. Like what's significant about this or why mm. did they, you know, hold the shot for an extra five seconds on that particular Pokemon yeah, while yeah. everyone laughs type thing, which you find in a lot of these kinds of films. Totally. So yeah, I thought, I thought they kind of, they did that really well and whether that was like a, a marketing decision so they could get it out to as many people as possible or whether this was um, just because, you know, I don't know, some kind of integrity thing. I'd- yeah. I think another strong point of this is the the cinematography and the visual style. I think that especially the nighttime shots in um, Ryan City look absolutely phenomenal. One shot looks like something out of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It does, doesn't it? Like the you use colors really the, well. Yeah, very impressed with that. Yeah, really, really aiming for that noir aesthetic. Um, the uh, the cinematographer is the guy who did uh, uh, Gladiator, nice. really? <laughs> and he shot this film on film thirty five millimeter. Which um, you can is, kind of see, yeah, 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 and that's something that works so well with with um a movie with this kind of dynamic range and yeah. color and, and the blacks and stuff. Um, that's just a really interesting and unexpected choice for a film like this, and I think it really shows in in the scenes that aren't you know just full on CGI clusterfucks. Yes, yeah, yeah, yep, exactly, exactly. So I think those two for me were the main standout things. With Detective Pikachu, mm. what other positives did you guys see in there? Well, I, I would like to say, sorry, just to jump in, I think a combination of those two things would be our word of the decade, world building, which I, I think we the, do love the, that word. The way the way they do <laughs> integrate those designs and shoot everything, it it really. I don't want to be repeating myself here, but it, it didn't feel too pandering or, or anything. It was yeah. just revealing this world very naturally to you. Um, you know, there are instances of, you know, a lot of exposition and stuff happening, but, but that was all more story based, which I feel like is where most of the complaints about this film are going to come. But the, I thought the way- that the intro, like the, the first 20 minutes was a thing of beauty mm. in terms of 
you know, really showing the world and, yep. and how Pokemon or interact in that world. Yeah, just little reveals one after the other showing this is a world, it's like our world, it is not our world. There's yeah. all of these differences. And it just it felt very natural um, for, for a franchise that is utterly bizarre mm-hmm. um, to anyone uninitiated. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I totally agree with that. I mm. think, um, as I said, just the, the integration, it felt very natural and it felt well realized. Mm. Um, did you guys like Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu? Um, I, I did. I, I think I, I'm a, I'm kind of a sucker for that. His style of humor. It's very kind of sarcastic and, and, you know, offbeat type of humor. Um, and so, you know, it was just Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds as a Pikachu. So I, I was kind of sold on that. Business as usual um, for him. And I thought he, um, played off and I'm, I can't remember the, the kid's name. Uh, Justice Smith. Justice, Justice Smith. Smith. I thought he, um, you know, played... Played off him really well. Do you reckon? By the way, do you reckon that's his real name, Justice Absolutely. Smith? Yeah, that, that would have to be one of the most bold names to then like give yourself. Justice. Yeah, Justice. If, if you're Get looking to, your to like, room. I need an actor name. <laughs> so it's like you should call yourself Justice. <laughs> be like, you're yeah, going to be President Justice. Sister Harmony. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that the their interplay together was really was really good. Yeah, I, I liked Ryan Reynolds as well. Not who I would have cast as a Pikachu in a million years, but I have no idea who I would have cast as a Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a long-running meme of how uh, Danny DeVito should play him in the movie, and I think that would be amazing, would especially be if it's just Danny DeVito in a onesie. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, he was definitely in the vein of every other Ryan Reynolds character he's ever played before. I thought there was a little, some kind of softness to him that mm-hmm. you don't yeah. often see in his character. Yes. You know, Deadpool's obviously a fucking hard edge of a guy. Um, and I, I thought that came across really well. Yeah, it wasn't just joke, 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 joke. Like he definitely had the the lion's share of, of um, comedic moments in this, but there were those other sort of softer beats in there that that worked well. Yeah, and I thought he was, I don't know, his humor felt uh, a little more natural than just like one liners or something. It felt yeah. like that was like a coping mechanism or something. Like that was just him talking, and it was kind of naturally funny. Um, as for Justice Smith, I really liked him in this movie. Yeah. Um. Someone who I thought was kind of a, a no a non presence in um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I can barely um, remember him in that movie. Yeah, you were asking me on the way over here who he played in that movie, and I was trying to explain. I was describing every like scene every he was scene, in. I'm I was like, like I can't oh, erase it from my mind. <laughs> yeah. I remember flashes of that movie, and mm. none of them are good. Yeah. millions. Um, that's pretty millions. Much it. Yeah, but I thought he was a, a really strong lead in this film, and he does have to carry. A, a pretty significant part of the film on mm. his own because I mean it's a while before Pikachu even shows up and I, I was already pretty engaged in, in oh right off the bat well. I mean I was hooked on that character mm. um, I thought that uh, you know he did a really good job of conveying that. and he and he shows quite a bit of emotional range in this you know mm. to be honest and it's not something I would have expected from this kind of film no. for and you know whether it works in a story sense um, you know is another matter but his his selling of those emotions was really I think were really solid. And did you guys know Bill Nye was in this? Because I only heard this a couple of weeks ago. Stop oh. it. Where? <laughs> um, I was, I was. He turned up in the movie, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Bill I didn't think he was, he was reported at all. Oh, oh shit! You think of the science sorry. guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to throw you under the bus. There. And really, <laughs> it was, it was as soon as I said where, and it, and it kind of clicked in my mind, and. The, Bill the rest, Nye, of, the, the, rest of the time guy. before I said, you know, before I admitted it, it was just me <laughs> figuring out whether I should own up to that mistake. I was literally thinking I could just pass it off. I could just pass it off as a joke. It'd be fine. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, but I I had heard he was in this, but I think a lot of people wouldn't know. It. And man, he's we always appreciate your honesty, a, man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I don't. He's, Always, always so happy to see him in anything. Like, I don't yeah. care what he's, how long he's in it, what he's, what he's playing. I'm just like, every time he's on screen, I'm just like, yes, yeah, he's one too. of those actors, really, that has enormous amounts of goodwill mm. from almost everyone, yeah. and I have no idea why. My, my, um, my wife Ash, uh, my wife Ash, <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> <the> reference. <laughs> uh, she met him and she said, you know, obviously he's going to be nice to everyone, but mm. you know, there are a lot of the people come through the the cinema that she works at, and um. Uh, she said he was so incredibly friendly and gave everyone time and thanked everyone in a very one-on-one manner that a lot of other yes. guests and, and celebrities and, and people coming to do Q&As just no. kind of in, out, see you later. Not even that, not even that, Georgie. I was there that day so much more than any regular patron. Like mm. he actually looked like he was talking to you and engaging with you, which mm. was utterly amazing. So maybe I'm a bit biased on yeah, this yeah. guy. Yeah. But, I think um, that, that so is more charming. spectacular than people realize because yes. can you imagine being that famous Everyone is always coming up to you. Like, I mean, it is not unreasonable for people to be like, look, please fuck off. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having like, dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. I think but he has a massive advantage on only having become famous at like 60 years. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so there was, I think, I think he, he was a little uh, at points in this movie, like, an old man in a franchise he knows nothing about saying words that mean nothing it to him. It felt like that. Oh, but, totally. But there was still a charm to him that I, I, I find I thought he was underutilized. I was mm. actually a little bit, I was happy when he turned up. I was like, this is so cool. Bill Nye, he's in a Pokemon movie. What the fuck? You told me that five years ago, I would have said you, you're laughing. But um, I, I just thought he was a little bit underutilized. And there was a couple of things we'll get into spoilers later that I, I didn't quite agree with, but Less so his performance and maybe more scripting. Speaking of um, underutilized, um, Ken Watanabe shows up for a bit in this movie as well. He was in the, he was in the trailers. Sounds yeah. like he's got the sorest throat in the world. Bro, he had about 10 lines in this. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, re- he, I really did like him. Yes. Though. More so than in most of these Hollywood movies that I think just do absolutely nothing with him. He just becomes a meme you know, when he says, let them fight. But yeah. um, I don't know. He, he had, because, you know, no spoilers. He was just a, a friend of the main character's father. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know. He just really sold some of the the heavy lifting that the the rest of the movie was trying to do for me. I, it was a very small role, and I don't know why he stood out so much to me. It's Ken one is again one of those um, uh, actors that seems to um, just have goodwill from the public. Mm. Like you never hear anyone like really raging against him. <laughs> Be weird if they were. Mm. I think we've talked positive, 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 positive. Mm. Is there, are there any other positives? Because I think there's a few negatives I'd like to touch upon. I mean, I, I did, I'm just trying to think, oh, I was going to say, I did talk about a little bit of negatives, which we might want to get into, unless you have a positive. Yeah, I, I think this movie really captured the spirit of the um, kind of detec- detective noir genre much more than I expected it to. Um, mm. And in certain ways that we'll we'll get into in, into later, but... Um, I don't know. It, it was just the, the the look of it, the feel of it, the the story beats. I'm like, this this is really you don't see many of these too much nowadays, and it it just kind of took me back to I don't know other things that I've I've watched and like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit is obviously yeah. a very clear comparison, but um yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I just think that was more than I was expecting yeah. in that department. It's it's funny because we were um, I was thinking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit um, the other day because we had a conversation about how. Um, having uh, a cartoon world, um, you know, and, and having a cartoon come into the real world 
is is, is a bad recipe. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out if that where that movie fell in terms of whether it's kind of more like the Smurfs or Alvin and the Chipmunks or whether it's more like um, uh, Detective Pikachu. And I kind of landed on the fact that it's far more like Detective Pikachu because all the characters in that world know that cartoons exist. Mm. They interact with them regularly. Um, and the more I see it, I, I think that's the more the way that if you want to bring cartoons into the real world, that's how you have to do it. Mm. You can't just have them appear in our normal world. You have to have them integrated and living in the world. Yes. And then I'm, I'm really, really appreciative that that this movie took that tack. I mean, if we're going to talk yep. about positives, I think the way that they does, like the overall design of this movie or the world that it takes place in, mm. um, some key decisions obviously made early on, Love that. I love that they said, this is, we're going to go for a world that has Pokemon. Yep. And that might have alienated a fair few um, potential people that might have seen this movie. Because that can, I can imagine for a lot of people that might be affronting, like, I'm not going to understand anything about a mm. Pokemon world. Mm. Mm. Um, but I, I think that it, overall it makes for a far more convincing narrative um, and a far more kind of uh, pleasing movie. Yeah, yeah. I, so I completely richer. agree. I, I feel like they could have done that Sonic the Hedgehog, the Smurfs thing. And it was very, very great, really good decision-making not to go down that path. And I hope that more studios follow suit here and and, t- and use this as a bit of a case study to say, hey, we don't have to bring them into New York and they're going crazy down, you know, 21st Street or something. Mm. We can build a whole new world and uh, hopefully just a step in the right direction in, in these kind of uh, films. Um, uh any more positives? Because <laughs> I've got, I think the one thing that I, I was, um, you know, what you said, Connor, uh, before is like that first 20 minutes, I was like, you got me. Like, this is fantastic. Mm. You've laid this out perfectly. I'm getting where the kid's going. I'm getting where Pikachu, how it's all involved and where we're heading. And then I felt like the film sort of went on this quite relentless pace and I wanted to sort of some parts to kind of slow down. I thought the pacing of the film was sometimes just too fast. And I, mm. I, I wanted to get to know the characters more. I wanted to explore the cities more. I wanted mm. to, to know the motives of certain people. And it, it felt like everything was skimmed over a bit too fast. And mm. at, at 104 minutes, um, I think they could have pushed this another 10 minutes and just expanded out a few scenes to give it more emotional resonance um, yep. and emotional impact. I would definitely agree. I think all the positive things that I have to say about this film occur within the first half of the film. Mm. Um, I felt like there was a massive dip around halfway, um, and uh, which is which is kind of a really disappointing thing to 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 come into a movie with high expectations or surprisingly high expectations, and then have the first half really deliver on those, and then to have it kind of not stick the landing is a very it leaves a very sour taste in your mouth. Um, and and that's kind of what happened with this film for me. Like it just, there, there's some things that happened in that second half that I thought you were, like you you had it. Because all the cool, like the film noir aspect, completely gone the second half. I felt like they didn't even touch on that yes. anymore. It felt like a completely different movie. I even felt like the the CGI work in the second half was worse. I agree. And like I, I, and then I, that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you, you focus on like the big climaxes for CGI, and I felt like the the end, you know, last twenty minutes was filled with really shoddy CGI. I, I think they got reached a point where they were just reaching beyond their means. Mm. Um, it felt I, like that. Yeah, like my, I think my ideal version of this movie because I, I love a, a lot of elements of it. I think it would be like. I don't like two hours long and with a, just a different third act. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
I feel like all the complaints that we're going to have about this are going to be in spoilers, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it definitely, it, it's a, it's annoying because it started out and I feel like my expectations are always fairly measured, but it, it really was exceeding them. And I'm just like, man, I, I felt like a Pokemon fan again. I'm like, fuck, I'm so excited to see a live action Pokemon movie right now, which mm-hmm. I had not felt until after the movie had started really. And um, yeah, then it just kind of, it never, it never completely lost me, but um, it was certainly like, you know, this has gone yeah. from a like, kind of a revelation to being like oh yeah this is this is I, I had a lot of goodwill from the beginning exactly that i was willing to kind of see it through yeah but i didn't really feel like i felt like everything that was happening on the second half was really being propelled by my goodwill from the yeah. first half and it retrospectively it kind of diminishes the first half because you kind of get this overall kind of eh, sense mm. of the film yeah, I completely agree, man. I think that front half was so strong and um, it was almost like it was sort of that feeling where you're like you, it's sort of starting to dip and you're like, okay, this is just a little bit of the film and then it keeps dipping and you're like, mm. oh, fuck, okay. Is the third act going to pick up? And then by the end of the film, I was kind of like, ah, oh, damn, like that was such a strong start. It's kind of like the the you know the four man relay race and the first two were great and they <laughs> yeah. dropped it. Last guy sucks. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't think this was the case for this film, but it 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 really feels to me like something that was um I don't know heavily rewritten or yeah. Um, had studio experience. I I I, I, I really don't know how anything. else the second half would be so markedly different from the first. Like that doesn't make sense to me unless someone went in with like a hatchet and just carved <laughs> up that second yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think revisiting the film, it's maybe not going to feel as dramatic. Um, Once you know those beats, maybe. Yeah, and I think it's more of a just a kind of slight quality shift than like a huge tonal shift or mm-hmm. anything. But um, but yeah, it does have the feel. The 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 kind of movies that it really reminded me of, um, and I say this with love for these movies, is um Power Rangers, the recent reboot. And um That's not fair. The 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 most recent Ninja Turtles reboot, not the sequel. But just two movies I feel like really had a lot of heart to them and did a lot of work setting up the characters and um then you know, kind of exploded into these other CGI yeah. things that that just don't really stick the landing. But like you said, Gunnar, it just had, brings so much goodwill with them that um, I yeah. have a lot of affection for them. I felt like the second half felt more like a kids' film, like a distinctly yeah. kids' film. Like the first half felt like something that kids would enjoy, but adults mm. would also enjoy. And I thought that that's kind of how it was initially marketed. Because, yeah. like you know, from the trailers, I was like, oh, I you know, this has got enough humor and enough intrigue that this is pretty much for anyone. But by the second half, I was like, this second half is. Very much designed it's a kids' for adventure kids. film. It was kind of edgy um, in parts. Like it didn't feel like something that would come out of a Disney or something. Yeah. You know, not typically. No. Um, and and there was I I mean the the most cringy one of the most cringy parts of that second half. There and you mentioned this, Ben, is that there are moments of CGI clusterfuck, mm. um, which is the technical term we use for pretty much every third act in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's that there was a good like what five minute segment. It felt like 20 minutes. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. You don't but, need that kind of thing in something no. that, that it really positioned itself as a much smaller story. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, and that, that to me really kind of felt like where this movie lost me. Yeah. Like that, from there on, I didn't quite get the same beats and I didn't quite get the same excitement. I'm on exactly like, the same page as you. Yeah. So that, torn because that, that, that whole segment deals with one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, did you feel like it had done been done justice as one of your favorite Pokemon? We can talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other Why negatives, or should we should we get into uh, a bit of a wrap up and spoilers? Yeah, let's let's so, jump yeah. into spoilers. I think that's probably the best thing. 
yeah, I, I think as a wrap up for me, um, I, I definitely do recommend the Detective Detective Pikachu. I mean, if we're sort of considering where I was at when this first got announced, um, I think this is a pretty solid outcome, and um, the realization of the Pokemon. Um, the world building, it, it really does feel fantastic. And I think this could be a good basis to to build a second, third, fourth franchise, you know, build build the sequels and the franchise up. But um, just the execution of the back half really bummed me out. And I thought it went from a, a really fantastic film to, oh man, it sort of felt a bit flaccid towards the end. So slightly disappointed, but also simultaneously fairly impressed with with certain yeah. components it's a weird feeling isn't it yeah and i'll be honest i'm really glad that you guys are on the same page because i didn't want to be coming in as this just kind of like someone that hadn't grown up with pokemon and just being this negative nelly being like oh pokemon are he stupid didn't get it like that. He didn't yeah. get it. <laughs> i was so worried that both of you were gonna be like oh like the, there's some kind of nostalgia thing that i'd missed and, it's the best thing ever made what yeah. are you talking about yeah. like, oh god i'm gonna have to do this now <laughs> i'm gonna have to be that guy yeah so i do recommend this but um there's a few caveats in there yeah, I'd, this is something I'd probably recommend for like an afternoon with Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it definitely feels like that kind of movie. Yeah, I, I find Pokemon so interesting because for something that was such a huge phenomenon, it strikes me as very binary, like you're into it or you're not, you get it or you don't. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't really go out of my way to recommend this to anyone who's not already in the bag. Um, this is not going to change your mind about Pokemon. Um, if you... Uh, if you're into it, though, give it a go because I think I think there is enough uh, kind of just stuff there, superficial stuff to to please the the kid in you that still loves that thing. And there's some really cool Easter eggs in there that I enjoyed a lot. They I think they made some good choices in terms of just which Pokemon to include and how to include them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think there's also a lot of heart to it, and um, you know, not not a knockout, but just a, a, a pretty decent movie underneath that as well. Yeah. Do you want to give a little? Oh, I, I think I, I kind of gave the, the wrap up in there. And so cool. I'm just really glad that you guys are on the same page, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. is that, that like really solid start drop off on the second half, like pretty major drop off on the second half. And, and it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, but overall I would say that it is something that if it comes up on Netflix, that's probably when I would go to see it. I, I think that the first 20 minutes is cool seeing in a cinema. Yep. I don't think the cinema does any favors for it after that. Yeah, and and just finally, um, I wouldn't necessarily want to see a sequel to this. I would love to see this spin off into its own universe, not on the scale of the MCU or something. But I would love to watch more movies in this world. Yeah, me too, hundred mm-hmm. percent. So, guys, we're going to get getting to get into spoilers now. So, if you haven't seen the film, get on out of here. Uh, let's catch up on uh, maybe the first scene where we get a pretty pretty bold intro with uh, one of my favorite Pokemon. Um, and I was kind of interested that they went with Mewtwo at the beginning because it sort of harkened back to the first ever Pokemon movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which have you seen, Connor? No. No? I've yeah. never seen it. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen a Pokemon movie. And if I have, I've forgotten it. Hmm. But I, I, I thought that was interesting to, to go straight straight there. Um, that that of, very, interest, very much interested me. Hmm. Because, because that first Pokemon movie is a huge Mewtwo origin story okay. um, and focuses a lot more on Mewtwo than this film. But it definitely got me interested because we knew he was in it from the trailer. But just starting that way, I'm like, because he's he, he's one of the more interesting elements of kind of the Pokemon mythos, um, this man-made abomination, as they call him in the film. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really like that start. I would have liked to have, it, it felt a little too fast. Mm. Like I would like to have it. Like a lot of this. 
kind of gone for another couple minutes. Build up to the reveal type thing, yeah. Uh, did you guys like? The, did you like the design of Mewtwo? I liked it well enough. Yeah, I didn't. Was that was a, one of the things. Ugly that, as shit. That, yeah, that was one of the things that felt really unpolished to me. Mm. Like that, you know, pretty much any scene that Mewtwo's in, it just felt like a rush job. And I'm not sure. I, you know, I don't know why it felt like that, but it just the the rendering didn't look correct. The 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 lighting, like everything about it, just kind of felt. You know, it was plucked straight from a 3D Pokemon game. I think in that last scene, in the last ba- battle sequence, I think he was stronger when he wasn't in that city at the end. Mm. Yeah, uh, that but was but not- there were some shots like he was a little too plump. Maybe I would have liked to have maybe have been a bit more menacing. You know, he yeah. he looked a little too cartoony and friendly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, particularly when, um, and I mean, we're going, we're in spoilers anyway. So if you <laughs> you've seen it, but when Bill Nye. Um, takes control and he has like that human aspect to his face that felt really weird to me because then he was like, talking yeah yeah like the animation like when he was just being psychic the the animation looked pretty dodgy but when he was talking i was like oh yeah, and, he's, and he is to supposed to be psychic he's supposed to be like the thoughts are in your head like that that's the yeah. cool part of new too when he started talking in his teeth it's like the teeth, me yeah. too. definitely should have stuck too. definitely should have stuck with the yeah the psychic dialogue yeah um but uh I, I really liked the opening scene because it really said it was interesting. It was the fir- the first and the only open. time that you saw a Pokeball or someone catching a Pokemon or anything like that. Mm. Um, and I thought that was interesting that they, because they kind of had to put it in there, but that was the only time they used it. And I thought mm. that was very interesting. Um, Cubone man. He was a hoot. Yeah. That was good funny, stuff. funny Pokemon. Mm. And, and also a really good introduction to that character. Yes, and and I thought that that's when I really was like, oh shit, this is kind of doing it right because yeah. they introduce, you know, Justice Smith's character, and his friend is like, this is the Pokemon for you. It's Cubone, the lonely Pokemon. Like every Pokemon has like a you know couple like a one or two word descriptor for them, and Cubone is the lonely Pokemon. Like that's, you know, it's not subtle, but it's, but they, it's more clever than yeah, being they're, like they're you're working, lonely. Yeah. They're, they're working this stuff together in in a way that just seems you know kind of clever, harmonious. Like yeah, yeah. So I, I I thought that was a really good open. Um, I thought that there was a little, like up, you know, for the next 20 to 30 minutes, there was a little bit of pretty intense um, uh, exposition. Mm. Um, and, you know, I wasn't, ex- I, I wasn't expecting too much from this film in terms of nuanced exposition. You kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's still a kid's film, so they can't show as much as they have to tell just to kind of keep everyone on board. Um, so I was really like I was okay to just kind of let that by, but it was it was very obviously there. Mm. Um, one of the, the I feel like I don't know why, but I instantly got the sense that Bill Nye was evil. Mm. Just like some of those openings with some characters where they're like they just seem too cheery, and like it's when you see a famous face mm. and they're they're too obviously like a good guy. You're like, all right, you're too famous not to be the bad guy. Like you're the only other really big yeah. name in this film hmm. you and, and they're trying to make you seem too good you're clearly the bad guy hmm. so i think that really takes the wind out of the sails for the reveal at the for end. the reveal yeah, yeah exactly and I, I mean like that's such so a it felt so bog standard that yeah. reveal and they did i kind of i kind of dug that though because the way they they took that um just you know so well-worn template 
of you know a noir detective story which is absolutely yeah the big you know the head of a company guy who sets you on the mission he's going to be the guy you're looking for the whole time yeah i like i there was something novel to me about that being in a pokemon thing i'm like yeah. i kind of enjoy that i like it yeah um and also i think that there is a couple of um plot giveaways for the final reveal which was that pikachu was um, his dad. And you know what was great, man, is like every time we go see a movie, you're like, I knew the plot, I knew the <laughs> plot. And you lend over to me, man, and you go, he's going to be his dad. And I was like, as soon as you said that, I was like, of course. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. And I specifically, I, I, was, I was not going to, <laughs> to go over and whisper to you in the middle of the movie, but I thought like, if I say this on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. afterwards, yeah, not totally. a chance he's going to believe me. You got to start writing this shit down, yeah. handing it over, <laughs> being like, open at this at the end. With a yeah. time it's code. like a magic trick. Woo! <laughs> How did he also, know? Also, I have your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just felt like there was a, you know, nothing- It was pretty in the, telegraphed, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, I, I think that- you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a reveal. It's kind of fun and all that. But I'm like, if you're going to go for that angle, like if you're going to go for a reveal, I think that there should be, um, I think it should be harder to figure out. And it should also feel like, oh, it's his fucking dad in the Pikachu. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like by that stage, it had all kind of been spoon fed to you that yeah. it was like, it's his dad. We knew that yeah. half an and hour ago. There, like he was yelling at him, like I wasn't there when you needed me. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things. Where you're like, all right, we get it. You said that like six times now. <laughs> you're yeah. obviously his dad. Yeah. So I think where this film really derailed for me was when we went to the Mewtwo facility. Yeah. And I, I quite like the Greninja scene. I wish they'd kind of gone for more of that Jurassic Park kitchen velociraptor thing <laughs> yeah. like there was something really cool there and i thought they were they had all they were sort of almost got there but they hadn't quite figured it out but then you know then we had the big scene with the giant turtles and i was sort of started going okay so here was, we go here's that how was I'm doing the real kind of moment where i was like oh this movie went from like slowly kind of declining with my interest to like plummeting because it went from this kind of contained new, uh, you know, noir story to full on CG nightmare, and so I was a kaiju film with a budget that does not support kaiju. Yeah, and I was like, why are you making this bizarre decision to have this scene in the middle of this movie? It is like I was, I was so bored at that moment. And where, where, at what stage have there been Pokemon that big? Like what? What no. was the like? I guess they were experimenting on the Pokemon, and yeah. yeah, there's some artistic liberty there, but it just didn't feel right. I like the concept to a degree of like Mountain Torterra, sure. But um, yeah, it feels like a very odd inclusion and kind of a world breaking one. It's like, how does any of this work now? Like yeah. they're in the middle of like hundreds of kilometers of Torterra. How? How many people died just then? That, that's yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Like farmhouses. What, no one happened to notice mountains yeah. sprout out of nowhere. Mm. Like how long have those things been there? Like <laughs> they they obviously haven't been growing these things over millennia. That's been like in the last I don't know fifty years or something. Mm. So suddenly there's entire mountain ranges that no one noticed. Can you catch them? Yeah, <laughs> in a Pokemon, a and then suddenly there's a massive crater in Earth. I mean, I know that's being super nitpicky, but I was just like. This seems really like 
just not well thought out. And I didn't like the concept of that, of it being that big. Like it just, I don't know. It just, I don't think it is being nitpicky man because it's like, they established some rules and I felt like that went against the rules and it didn't feel natural for where the story was going. Mm, yeah. There was another bit in this bit where you had a, the most epic groan Connor. And I was like, I, 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 I would have had exactly the same feeling. It was I think like, Ben shushed me at one point <laughs> when, when Pikachu was like, I'm not good enough for you. Or what did he say? What happened in that bit? Like he they, was like, you know, I wasn't there for you when, what? When you needed me, like something, it was something like that, yeah. And it just felt like the most generic, by the numbers dialogue and plot sequencing that um, felt very sort mm. of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like convenient by the numbers. Yeah, I actually I know exactly when Ben shushed me because I think I, I I didn't even notice that I was groaning until he did this. But there was a, a, a at the very <laughs> end where um, someone asked the Mewtwo, "Can like can you fix this?" And he's like. I will reverse everything that has been done. Mm. And I, I must have let out like an audible groan because it just felt like it, it, far too convenient. It went convenient. for like 15 seconds. You were the <laughs> most really? audible person <laughs> I've ever gone to a movie with. It's, but I mean, I like that was, next to you. <laughs> it was just, it was so that, I mean, the entire last 20 minutes was painful, but that in particular, just, it felt so convenient. Like the-, the It was all the, completely inconsequential. Yeah, the, the use of Mewtwo in this was just kind of like a- it felt like a get out of jail free card at any and every moment. Like there was no consequence. There was no kind of limit. There was no, and then that's, that's what I really loved about the first half is that it felt contained. It felt like there was consequences. You know, his dad is dead. You know, this, you know, it felt like there was going to be some, I don't know. I don't want to say grittiness. Cause I think that's a bit, you know, too much of a buzzword. There was a bit but, of edge to this yeah. movie though. Certainly. Um, in, and, in the first half, yeah, yeah, and by the end it was, yeah, it was always the plot was as rubbery as the CGI. But um, and and Mewtwo especially was quite disappointing because he is or it is a fascinating character uh, in the in the show. You know, just this this thing that was created and doesn't know why it exists. Um, like it, it's it's a kind of a bummer to say that they explored that so much better in the original. Yeah, you know pretty shitty movie um <laughs> than 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 in this it was just a, a plot device yeah they could have explored that they could have explored as well some something that they mildly touched on was sort of like battling pokemon and sort of yeah. enslaving animals you know they, they they could have added a few more layers to this but it ended up just going for the the typical cgi shock yeah. fest and I, I felt like the the reveal of pikachu and his powers was also a little bit muted underwhelming so underwhelming like i think that what i would have almost preferred is a rematch with charizard like that scene in the beginning where you know he didn't couldn't get it up essentially uh where he where he (laughs) was able to then you know perform yeah they like get Um, back on the streets they stare each other down and it's like okay here we go for round i would have much rather had again something a little bit more contained but them flying through the city was just like you don't have the budget to make this look good even if you did it's really boring like i'm Mm. so bored by those kinds of scenes in movies now um where it's just mindless you know it's got to subvert it or do something different. Like, exactly, like Shazam yeah. did that with the subversion of some of those generic plot things. This you movie know? was reminding me a lot of Shazam in the first half in terms of just itself and how much I was enjoying it. But um, on those lines, one thing I really did enjoy was the the Ditto henchman. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Which was... Um, creepy, I, man. <laughs> sorry? Creepy. So creepy. Yeah, like Ditto face in live action is horrifying. Oh. I love that. Like yeah. that's such a, a perfect example of what I was saying about like a little Easter egg. You know, because Ditto is renowned for like not being able to properly copy um, Pokemon, um, and I just thought that was like fun. 
yeah. uh, as, as, as a, a little concept. detail. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the execution was wildly creepy mm. and, and very well done. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> really happy with that. Um, yeah, look, uh, I think... Can, can we talk about, sorry, the... the we kind of skipped over that Charizard scene yeah. um, of like, you know, this underground Pokemon fighting ring. I so thought that cool. was really more, cool. More, more. I wanted more. Absolutely, I thought the yeah. guy was funny, like the, the you know, coat jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, loved all of gag. those like like dubstep uh, loud, <laughs> loudred. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, I thought that was so sick. Oh, we haven't talked about the music, actually. I thought the music was very strong in this Henry Jackman who I did the Winter Henry Soldier. Jackman. And uh, yeah. he's a pretty prolific uh, uh, guy. But I, I mm-hmm. thought like the 8-bit sort of... It, it, it melded well with the the aesthetic of the film. Yeah. Mm. Um. I yeah. I, look, I'm I'm 100 with you on that. I thought that the music was really good. Um. Ben, to your point, I thought that 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 scene was really cool. Um. I also, I mean, a, a shout out to one of the funniest lines I found in um in the movie was uh um Pikachu when they're being chased by those creepy little hand monkey things oh, where yeah. he's yelling out like you know someone help him or it was something to that effect <laughs> yeah I, you know there was moments in this movie that i thought were really funny yeah. and really spot on and i like laughed out loud yeah. type thing mm. yeah um we haven't really said uh, i thought this movie was quite funny as well yeah yes. yeah which again unfortunately i felt like more of those laughs were in the first half yes mm. than they were in the second half and i i just yeah i don't know i i think that uh i i don't want to sound like a broken record here but just you know such a dip like halfway through like yeah. there, there was also a lot of humor that i thought that i would not have expected in a movie from the pokemon company um just some you know little lines that the kind of standard you know nothing like crazy edgy but the kind of thing that you're watching kids maybe you're like oh a kid's not gonna understand yeah, anything about yeah. That. um going back to your point with the um battle sequence of the charizard i felt as though um there was a real missed opportunity to um have a, a quite a great action sequence there. Mm. I don't think any of the action sequences in this across the board were executed well. Mm. And and in that in that scene, I was really happy with the. At that stage, I was very happy with everything so far. But I was kind of like, this needs to kick up a gear because mm. the action feels muted and um, not just not just didn't have an, a flair to it or, or something. Did you did you like the it. first two action scenes? The one where they're running away from the monkeys and the 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 one with the Charizard? Like, did you? I liked like- the Charizard. I liked the Charizard one. I thought the Apom one was okay, but none, none of the action sequences in this impressed me that much, to be perfectly yeah. frank. I think that what should have happened, and what I was kind of hoping was going to happen, is that it would steadily go up because that's what I felt like it. Like that mm. first chase scene was funny and and kind of actiony, and then that Charizard scene set up a really good kind of base. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see Pikachu like finally reveal his powers, and and then from there it just you know. You guessed it, dropped. Yeah, um, and I, it never kind of delivered on that promise. I, I thought they they were good enough, and I don't mean that in like a the faint praise way. It sounds like I thought they were like perfect for the movie that I was really enjoying watching. Mm-hmm. This you know kind of detective story. Um, but yeah, then that again, just talking about the first half because there's like two different movies. Yeah. Yeah, it seriously it is, really and I would is. be absolutely fascinated to know if there was rewrites or if there was scheduling issues or something. Like there would have to be got to believe that there's no way that they went into this thinking that they were going to make, you know, that, that some, somehow halfway through they just switched gears so randomly. Because, I, yeah, I like the concept of this, was it R, this, you know, street drug that's like messing up Pokemon. And, yeah. And then, but the way it played into it at the end, I'm like, oh, whatever. I mean, why is it out in the public if the master, like, and how was the, how was the son involved? And, and like, yeah, it just, 
How long has he been in that closet? Uh, like, what what was the sun? Like, was it? Don't try and poke too many holes yeah, in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they, I don't think they thought about it. Yeah. Or, or at least they didn't care to think about it. Yeah. Look, I am, um, and it's, it's a pretty small consequence either way. Um, look, I, is there anything else that you guys kind of stands out to you? In I kind of want to ask a final question. Yeah, unless well, there's anything before, else. Yeah, a brilliant Home Alone reference. The the black and white. Um. Yeah, Angels with Dirty Faces mm-hmm. or Angels with Filthy Souls. I forget which is the real which one. Is not a um, real film, is it? Correct. Yeah, it was made for um, Home Alone. So it was, it was really fun when he comes into his dad's apartment and he's playing that film. Yeah. Um, the Mr. Mime scene as well, I thought that was a hoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I loved the, the, the way they used the sound effects and that was fun. Um, I guess final question if we're all wrapped up on everything is everyone's saying this is the best video game movie adaptation of all time. Where are we sitting on that? Has it beaten Doom? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was, I, 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 I actually forgot to ask this from you guys because this is um, something I was going to ask before we even started, which is, is this technically a video game? They, what came first, a video game or the cartoon series? It's a, it's a good point. I well, mean, no, no, no. It absolutely is. Detective Pikachu is a video game. This this, la- call, this largely yeah, yeah. adapts the plot from that game. No, I, I agree with you. Like Pokemon, the IP is across multi. You know, there's a lot of different uh, elements to it. So, the TV show, yeah, but the, the game came first as well. So, so it did. So, I, I think this okay. is unquestionably a video a, game, a video game um, movie with a few little points of context to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I would feel weird in saying that this is the best one. Um, maybe it's just because Can it's you such confidently a, present a better one. Well, that's that, that's my mm, thing. It's I, st- I still think Silent Hill, f- for whatever I, I still really enjoy that. Mm. Um, I'm not saying it's a great film, but I would probably rate it higher than this in terms of you know execution or, or just sticking the landing. It's frustrating, isn't it? Because we're all kind of expecting just that one day that movie to come along, that video game movie, and be how like, hard can it be? This is it. That's, this is the one. They've cracked it. Yeah, you know, and this I, is the model. Or this I is feel the template. like we're just getting. A few here and there that are marked steps up, but none of them perfect. Like I, I quite enjoyed Tomb Raider from last year. Um, yeah, in the pantheon of video game movies, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely in the pantheon of Tomb Raider films. Up. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's probably <laughs> you know I haven't seen those other two. Um, oh, dude, that '90s drum and bass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when she's like swinging around the house. And- well, speaking of which, my favorite video game movie of all time, and which will never be surpassed, is Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and and not just ironically, like I think Paul Douglas is the, a, a great, yeah. terrible was, movie maker. They could come out with the Godfather <laughs> of video game movies, and you would like if if your top pick is Mortal Kombat, that would not surpass <laughs> your top pick. Like that's that's a very distinct choice. That being said, um, I would like to sit on this movie, um, maybe watch it again, even or most of it. Um, I think this this could be it. I think so. For now, yeah. I think it's not there, as you said. We don't have the blueprints for the ultimate way to adapt uh, adapt a video game franchise, but this is definitely a a really strong step in the right direction. Yeah, and And unlike so many of them, it was not at all hamstrung by the the mechanics of the video games that so many of them are. Surprisingly, all the everything wasn't in squares. (laughs) I thought that might have been a funny thing to do in the opening scene, but they, you know, Um, yeah, no, I I think that this is. Pretty high up there. I mean, in principle, it's certainly better than Sonic, and I haven't even seen Sonic yet. So, and better than Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone out there, now that we mentioned Sonic, just look up the um the cinematographer of this film. I don't know his name, sorry, but he does uh, like he, he slags off Sonic. Or, no, uh, does he really? The, the movie, yeah. 
John it's, Matheson. I mean, that feels like kicking a dead horse at well, this point. Well, it, it, like it, it wasn't even that exactly. He's just more going on about how film is better. He's one of those old school guys. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Oh, he yeah. did Logan as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's fantastic. legit. He's yeah, very legit. Very legit. Any final thoughts, guys? Are we all done with Def- Detective Pikachu? That's, that's me done. Yeah, um, ultimately kind of, a, kind of a bummer, I guess. But um, so many good things to take away from it. And that's really what I want to sit on um, going forward. Well, there we have it, guys. Let us know what you thought of Detective Pikachu in the comments. And uh, we'll be back next week for the weekly movie show. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we'll have a review next week of something. <laughs> something amazing. Something what is next outstanding. week? Outstanding. Hold no, up. Let's not even tell them. <laughs> you got to come back. Leave you in suspense. <laughs> or look at what's new next week. George Westalling. <laughs> <laughs> Help. It's John Wick 3. John Wick Parabellum. Oh, awesome. I've actually just gone through John Wick 1 and oh, 2. Oh, yeah, so. nice. Should be fun. What a good time. Hit that subscribe button, people. We'll be back next week. Connor. See ya. Benny. Bye. 